0: Did you ever feel like what you learned in law school didn't prepare you for the world of running a law practice? Law school didn't teach us how to start our practices the right way so that we could scale them into a thriving business. We didn't learn how to make sure that our businesses would meet our financial goals and provide the type of lifestyle we deserve. After 10 years, I was fed up with struggling in my practice and decided to begin a journey to scaling a successful practice that would actually allow me to finally live the life I've always dreamed of. I invite you to listen in on the conversations I'm having with some of the most successful solo and small firm practitioners, along with leading business entrepreneurs, and share how I am implementing what I am learning, all with the goal of helping you take control of your practice and your life. This is The Law Entrepreneur. Hey there, fellow law entrepreneurs, welcome to episode 236 of The Law Entrepreneur. I'm Neil Tyro, your host once again, and today my guest is none other than Maddie Martin. Maddie is uh, an active voice for a company called Smith AI, which started off as a virtual receptionist uh, service and has now branched out to provide a whole range of services for solo and small firm practitioners. And uh, you'll hear me reference this uh, in the in the podcast itself, but uh, there is a quote from in a testimonial of theirs that identifies them or refers to them as the inbound sales team uh, for your firm, and I think that's a really apt description. And you're going to hear the combination of services from answering the phone call all the way to booking the the consultation with the potential client at your firm is something that Smith AI is happy to provide and they have a well thought out platform and approach and no wonder why they're growing by leaps and bounds. So I'm happy to finally get an opportunity to talk to Maddie because we've circled around each other a lot at different events and, Uh, conferences in the past. So uh, with that in mind, uh, here is Maddie Martin. Maddie Martin, welcome to The Law Entrepreneur.
1: Thanks, Neil. It's great to be here.
0: Well, it's spectacular to have you here, Maddie. Uh, Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are today.
1: Sure. All right. In a nutshell, um, I was an econ major. I graduated early, went to culinary school, have a bit of a multidisciplinary background, um, have run marketing for three startups, really was the inaugural marketing hire for all three of them. And now working for Smith AI, which is a virtual receptionist and web chat company operating worldwide, 24-7, uh, specializing in working with attorneys, particularly those in small firms, to not just answer their calls, but also respond to chats, texts, and Facebook messages, as well as screen schedule and take payments intake for leads, uh, you name it, really doing a whole lot more than just your traditional answering service and integrating with your systems so that we really seamlessly fit into your workflows and your business.
0: Well, just to uh, just to be clear uh, and, and deal with the obvious uh, participant in the room, uh, if, if folks who listen to this podcast know that I'm totally in the tank for Ruby, formerly called Ruby or Ruby Receptionist. Been a client of theirs forever, and they've been a gracious sponsor of this podcast since the very beginning. Love them, can't say enough about them. They're a direct competitor of Smith AI. But you know, I welcome you on the show because I think pushing that space and advancement in that space is only going to make everybody better. You know, the whole, the whole you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. So
1: I completely ha- agree.
0: You know, I'm happy to have you here, and I know that they're a better company because of what you do, and you're a better company because you got your eyes on what they do. And so you know, that's out there for those who might think. Uh, you know this is a conflict of some sort that's how i view it
1: we um, have a ton of respect for ruby and and yeah. honestly there are many you know excellent uh players in this space who are i agree challenging each other to be better yeah. and that is to the benefit of the consumer you know the the business consumer
0: yeah yeah um, and, and, you know, you guys aren't the only two in the space. There's lots of folks. Right. Uh, and so it's a competitive market. And I think that's why, you know, Smith AI has done as well as it has over the you know recent uh, times is because you're responding to that competition and raising the stakes. So, you know, that's what that's what business is all about.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think that it is always to the benefit. You know, I said that I was an econ major. Um, It's always to the benefit of the marketplace to have competition, right? And what do we see right now? I mean, just look at the, you know, legal. Uh, case management, practice management fields. Um, You've got so many players in that space, and they are racing to create features and integrations and deliver exceptional customer support and, and drive prices down. They are creating a lot of efficiency for law firms at a price that was once really shocking right, and is now completely affordable for a solo small firm owner. That's exactly what we see in our space. And I think it's extremely compelling to go out and start your own business if you see a lot of competition in that marketplace, because it's going to be easier for you to get started, to afford sort of the systems that you need to yourself compete as an attorney.
0: And I have, you know advocated on this this program for a long time that the ability of solo and small firm practitioners to be successful is directly related to their ability to provide services in an efficient cost-effective manner and you know outsourcing as much of the non-legal work as you can is key to that efficiency and one of the things that really struck me about Um, your company and i think it was actually a a phrase that was i think i think it was first referenced in a testimonial from a client or somebody i'm not really sure where where i picked this up but it referred to smith ai as their inbound sales team yes and i think that's just a just a perfect description of the services that you offer and how, you know, attorneys ought to be thinking of using a company like Smith AI, you know, as their inbound sales team. So let's talk about what does that mean? What, what, are, the, what are the services that you offer to those law firms to, to act in that capacity?
1: That that's one of my favorite uh, testimonials that you mentioned. And it, it's actually from Jeremy Treister in Chicago who owns um, and actually, I mean, it's funny that I recognize it. And then I know this for the listeners. Yeah. I, I wasn't, you know, sort of given this ahead of time. No, no, <laughs> but no. I know. I know that quote, and it's one of my favorites as well. It's by Jeremy Treister, who runs uh, CMIT Solutions in Chicago downtown, which is an IT managed solutions provider uh, for businesses. So they, you know, are the ones who set up your, you know, uh, VoIP phone and cybersecurity, etc., like, while you're working from home potentially. <laughs> so um, anyway, the inbound sales is key for any law firm. One, why? Because we know, like. Car repair. Uh, that getting an attorney is not something that you can go out and prospect a potential target audience for, and um, they're not all of a sudden going to decide. Oh, yeah, I would like to sell my home, for example. Now is a good time to sell now is not necessarily always a good time to um, go get your oil changed, even if you don't need it, or go pursue a legal matter, even if you don't need it. Like inbound is the name of the game,
0: most of
1: the time, right? So what you know is that you need a really responsive, friendly, productive team who can prevent those interruptions that come to you from inbound calls, emails, website chat form fills you name it and be able to not just answer the calls but also proactively sort of chase and nurture on your behalf and what i mean by that and really to get at the the core of the comprehensive nature of smith ai is that we're not just sort of accepting those inbound in- inquiries and answering calls 24/7 but we're also seeing those form fills come through on your website and calling people back immediately on your behalf using your business phone number so that you have this very internal team feeling approach. And we're also sending texts and email follow-ups after calls on your behalf to say, I know you want to think about that consultation. Here's the link to book. Or thanks for booking a consultation. Watch this YouTube video um, from the firm's founder to uh, understand how to have a really successful first consultation, right? How can we facilitate not just the basic um, sort of task of answering that call, but how can we be on your team for assisting with those conversions, for getting the most out of your marketing spend and for lightening the load or sort of triggering these other workflows and automations that come after that initial contact point. You know, does that conversation get logged In your case management, practice management, intake system? Is it on your calendar or are you just getting messages and trying to chase leads down and call them back and schedule yourself? You know, if you're sort of taking that approach, we're going to be less useful, less impactful to you. Give us the tools that we can do more for you, you know, within reason. And you'll see. So much more come out of your marketing campaign, so much more out of your efforts of the leads who are being drawn to your website and and furthermore, you know now that we 've added chat now that we 've added um, text messaging answering and Facebook answering, we have a lot of text based communications and and that's sort of like the secret benefit that not a lot of people take advantage of, and I want to share with the listeners. So if you have communications that are coming through and you've ever looked at Google Analytics or whatever sort of web analytics tool you're using you'll know that a lot of the keywords that bring people to your site, those inbound leads, they're going to search on Google vast majority of the time, or they're going to you know, ask their friend for a referral. But let's talk about those who are not already somewhere within your network, not those referrals. If they're searching for something on Google, not a lot of percent of the time are you going to get those keywords that they used, But you will... Get those keywords. You will get that question, that phrase that the lead used in chat, in text, because they're writing the same thing on your site as they did on Google. So you'll actually generate more quality inbound leads who then sort of build into this cycle of at the top of the funnel, creating more demand, bringing it to you. And then you have a team that can convert it. If you've enabled these systems for chat and text, look at those conversations and draw out those common topics or questions or phrases, add them to your website, add them to your landing page, your blog, your FAQ, and attract that traffic so that you're using sort of your quote unquote answering service as also a demand gen solution.
0: I, you know, I think that is absolutely brilliant. And let me step back a little bit and, and kind of trace this pattern uh, for our listeners. So, you know, I, I tell folks that when you start to outsource uh, work, the, the very first thing you should do is outsource your, your phone answering service. Uh, I don't, I, I don't think I think there's very few firms that require a uh, in-house receptionist uh, because the services that are available from a variety of vendors like yourselves is just superior in my humble opinion and more and more cost-effective. But as that that interaction has strengthened and attorneys are looking at well, what I, I need a little more than just answering the phones. Um, you know, you now added, as you said, uh, website chat, and we see that all over the place with uh, attorney websites, and and uh, it's it, it's extremely useful. And I think you probably have data that shows how users break down demographically in terms of their choice of whether they want to send you an email, book a call, or engage via. Website chat or text messaging can you share some of that?
1: yeah so it's it's pretty fascinating, yeah. and it's not just the millennials who are looking to engage in that way with your your firm and to start exploring sort of a business relationship or hiring you. so what we see is that first of all, for anyone who's concerned that the chats are going to cannibalize the calls, um, meaning that they will not be a net new lead. It's just someone who would have called is now chatting and you're sort of thinking, oh, well, big whoop, right? Um, and, And also, you know how to convert on the phone, which is sort of this known capture point. And maybe you don't know how to convert on chat, but that's what we're here for. Now, to get to the data, one chat on average is generated By your four phone calls. So you can expect if you get four phone calls, you get one chat. That's one net new lead. If you have nine form fills, we'll round up to 10. We'll say five. You can expect a 50% increase in net new leads from chat. So if you're wondering, you know, how many, how many chats am I going to get? Just use that simple math, you know, and say, all right, there's a four to one ratio from calls to chats. Now, The other thing that's really important, because chats are a wide open world with variable quality, if you just have someone who is expensive staffing twenty four seven and not actually giving you the benefit of a human being, and I'll talk about that in a second, what I think the core benefit is, then you may find, you know, oh, what's what's better about this than having just a chat bot? And I'll say sometimes it's better to have a chat bot that can predictably, almost like a an intake form or a form on your website. Ask the questions and get the lead and then take the next step of scheduling a consult or giving them the link to a consult. So we offer actually a free chatbot for that reason alone that we know it's so important to offer chat, but... Sometimes it's pretty formulaic, you know. You write a disclaimer. You say, "Hi, thanks for visiting ABC Law Firm, and um, this is not, you know, constituting legal advice nor establishing an attorney-client relationship." How can we help you? You know, and you get that lead upfront, also capturing very, very important before the conversation begins: name, email, and optionally phone number. Now to the human approach here, because that's one element of chat, not always required it is essential when you have a practice area where sort of sentiment and a human sensitivity and that touch is very important. People who come in with um, distressing legal matters, um, immigration, criminal defense, divorce, you name it, there's a whole roster. And you need someone to say not just Great. Let's book you a con- for a consultation. But I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now or you're considering a divorce, you know, and to say something that just humanizes and personalizes that conversation. A, it's going to improve your conversion rate, but B, it also conveys the level of service and attentiveness that your firm will bring, you know, getting back to the core reason. That people start their own firms, well, it's to have control, a personalized approach with your clients, you know, more one-on-one time and, and close personal relationships with who you're working with. That's what you want to convey, even if you're outsourcing. So to me, the human approach, many times people will say, Oh, you know, you can't handle the complexity. I need a human being. To be honest with you, the complexity mm-hmm. is actually better handled by a machine. But we combine sort of the machine learning with the humans to deliver complexity with a lot of sort of consideration that only a human can bring.
0: And it overcomes, you know, part of the hesitancy that people have about using the the chat um, uh, methodology because you know, and we've all been on sites where you know right away that it's 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 a bot. And it's maybe not fi- as finely tuned as some others, and you feel like, I'm just talking and communicating with a machine here. Mm-hmm. But when you add that personalized touch of a human uh, interaction, whether it's initially formulated using artificial intelligence to, to mimic that, or in fact is a human who is engaging in that chat, you, you very significantly overcome that limitation.
1: Exactly, exactly. What we want to do is bring the technology, yes to the website, but more actually to the back end, so to speak of our chat technology and 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 that's something that we built in house you know it needs to integrate very well with our phone system. you know you need to be able to say from a chat, can I get on the phone with someone and, and we can call or we can right. promise someone from the firm to call um, but the important thing is that technology does things that humans you know would take much much longer to do for example english spanish translation any spanish speaking web visitor could go to a website with our website chat added connect with an english speaking receptionist live chat agent whatever you want to call and actually have their chats translated in real time. So let's say you speak Spanish, you're typing in Spanish. I'm the English speaking chat agent. I'm typing in English. Your Spanish chats are translated to me so I can read them in English, my English chats to you in Spanish. And what does that allow? I mean, it allows us to hire the best, most thoughtful, responsive, friendly, helpful, productive agents regardless of their language abilities at least on the chat side that doesn't work you know obviously for phone right. um, but it allows us to expand our usefulness especially in the US and beyond where you know bilingual client populations are more and more common
0: and is it, it and i think it's a really significant advantage is it uh, do you have other language services translation services that you employ or, or is it just spanish to english and
1: So, we um, don't yet have other uh, languages that are in instant translation, but we actually do have a knowledge base. We have playbooks that will support other languages. So, we can actually create playbooks. We can create, you know, answers to common questions that are in multiple languages and be able to support, you know, that character set, so to
0: speak. At least get you over that first hump. Yeah, absolutely. And... The other thing that I think is really kind of interesting beyond just chat is is the um, text messaging and Facebook messaging, and particularly the latter, um, because I think so many people are are being brought to uh, websites within the construct of the of a Facebook platform, and to be able to message there as well seamlessly, I, I think is a real differentiator.
1: It's critical and it's funny because you just have to think of the nature of these platforms and you take the bird's eye view, get back to what people are doing. I mean, people are asking for recommendations on Facebook to the point that Facebook created a specific, you know, app within their app that is ask for a recommendation. Right. I mean, they have defined it as a thing, right?
0: right. Um, so, and it, and, and it interprets the text of of your post to to. Put it on the
1: map. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Put it on the map. And, 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 the and business and, and, that's mentioned. And identify it as a recommendation.
1: Right. And what's going to happen that you should hope will happen and should prepare to have happen and should ask people to make happen, which is that people name you, your law firm, you as the attorney, and they click on that linked word or phrase, which brings them not to your website, but to your Facebook page. So minimize the hops. Right? Yep. It is not that likely that someone is going to get that recommendation. And now they have maybe a list or a few, right? And they're going to visit your Facebook page. And what is the biggest opportunity for you to capture that lead? It's to be responsive and to not make them switch channels. So be responsive right on Facebook. And yes, you could try and answer that yourself or assign a team member to do it. And, you know, team members typically staffed and you don't work 24 seven and you need that responsiveness to come through and again you know sort of predictable set responses for common questions and the human element allow us to be really affordable because it actually reduces our own burden on our staff and to have something that's customized for every single firm who we work with right so you get that responsiveness without the interruption and you meet that client exactly where they are
0: is there is there a way to memorialize both the, the chats the text uh messaging stream and the Facebook messaging stream do you do you capture that separately and make that available or does the client have to use you know do that natively
1: So you can, on every platform, have the entire conversation on that platform or even request to switch. So you may have a chat where someone says, can I talk to someone? I really just need to sort of like answer these intake questions Mm -hmm. on the phone. Sure. No problem. Um, That's something that we support. Now, the conversation will happen there. It will get added to your dashboard signifying, was it a Facebook message? Was it a website chat? Was it a text the contact information for that person, the entire chat transcript or text transcript or Facebook Messenger transcript, and that will be available to you in your Smith AI dashboard. It will also be placed into your case management system, your CRM, wherever it should go, intake system, um, so that that conversation log is connected to that newer existing contact who then you can nurture and take the next step with.
0: So the answer is a resounding yes. It is is captured. That's fabulous. Today's episode of The Law Entrepreneur is brought to you by our good friends at Ruby and returning to the podcast, our friends at Spotlight Branding. Now, if you've been a listener of this podcast for any time, you know that I sing the praises of Ruby all the time because they're really responsible in my own practice for helping me grow my business, deliver personalized experience to my clients. You know, building customer loyalty, really, in terms of having a consistent front-facing office partner in, in in Ruby and allows me to stay connected anywhere anytime to my business through their services. So I can't say enough about Ruby. I'm delighted to have them and continue to have them as a sponsor of this podcast. And for those of you who have listened for some time, you might recognize that returning to the sponsor position here with our uh, uh, podcast is spotlight branding. And spotlight branding as you may remember, uh, I was a client of theirs for many um, months, if not maybe if not years, before they became a a sponsor of the show. So I speak from experience that if you're looking to build content for your practice and have that managed for you in terms of uh, blog posting, social media posting, uh, email. Uh, dissemination, email newsletter dissemination, that you can do no worse than Spotlight Branding. They're a terrific uh, resource to draw upon, and I wholeheartedly support them, and I'm grateful for their sponsorship of this podcast. I want to drill down a little bit on something that you said. You you described it eloquently and, and completely, but I want to double back because I, I want to make sure that our listeners understand the power of this. You know, one of the things in terms of digital marketing that is so critical is understanding how people are finding your your website or your Facebook page or becoming aware of your presence in the social media world. And keyword research is a, is a significant component of that. And I think attorneys, you know, we're all smarty pants. think we know everything. At least I think I did. And come to find out, people are actually not searching for a state planning attorney. No, they're probably searching for, how do I do a will? Right. Or, or, or some nuance, uh, what's the inheritance tax in, in my state? And Understanding what they're searching for or what questions they're asking is is critical to tailoring your marketing approach. And so with chat specifically, as well as text and Facebook messaging, you mentioned you get the written description of what they're asking, which you may not always get with a voice answering service. If the voice answering service hears the question, but simply Forwards them or books them for a consultation, you might have missed what was what were the terms that they were using to reach out to you. And so this is really a powerful tool, a powerful resource. So
1: I'll say two things here. Uh, One is that if you are not using CallRail uh, or a similar service, but that is a sort of standout uh, version of call tracking software that um, we did a webinar with them a little while back, if you want to visit our YouTube channel, CallRail tracks your calls and it can also track your Ads and campaigns. So, really important to not only ask, How did you hear about us? but also passively capture that information. So, there's less unknown, uh, less onus on, on that human to, or that form to capture that information, or even the lead. To remember accurately um, that information. Now you can capture the keyword, you can capture the campaign. Call rail is one of the most essential tools. And they also added in form tracking to capture even more ways that leads can contact you. Now, on top of that, you know, we have this approach with keywords. And what you're getting at that I really want to dig in deeper to is that the analysis there is to your direct immediate benefit. And this is something that you can take action on without Hiring anyone else, but just Mm -hmm. looking yourself at. Okay, what are these conversations? You can dump them all into a you know sort of phrase analyzer. What are the most common words and phrases? Word
0: word cloud.
1: Exactly. Sure. Go to town with your Wordle or whatever it's called. (laughs) Um, But um, you know, outside of that sort of uh, uh, you know educational uh, third grade classroom where that's used, like really apply it to your law firm and say, okay, I've got. Uh, these common phrases and oh my gosh, guess what? People are not writing car wreck, they're writing car accident or car crash. And all over my website I have car wreck. Right. Oops, right? And and you know, that's actually a story based on a true story that I heard from one law firm that hired a marketing agency that wasn't in their neighborhood. They were way across the country in that area of the country. It was car wreck, right? right? But turns out that it is a sort of local dialect driven thing. And not everyone's going to use across the country the phrase car wreck. So are people searching for um, what you are trying to rank for in your local market? You know, you might need not even have a specific local market. You could serve people nationwide potentially, maybe do trademark law or something. Um, But are you are you in tune with the language that your potential clients are speaking? And there's sort of a lot even based in that. So you say, okay, I, I have the language dialed in. I've been asking the wrong uh, questions because people don't know how to answer. Is this you know, probate or not? <laughs> they don't know what probate is. Right. Um, how do you break it down into really common parlance? And that goes into the instructions that you provide to a receptionist service or the chat that's going to ask questions of the web visitor to pre-screen them before they're offered to book a consultation, right? How do you get that information? And that's actually one of the things that we built in um, to coincide with that in chat, which is the funnel analytics tool to say, you're asking five questions of your website visitor when they engage with chat. Yes, you're getting their name, email, phone number. But you're also asking, you know, what sort of matter brings you to our website today? You know, maybe it's a family law uh, practice. So it could be, you know, divorce, child custody, separation, you, who knows? And you give them some options. And then you give them the next option to answer a question about are they, let's say, they want to get a divorce. Uh, How long have you been married? Do you have children? Do you own property together? Yada, yada. What is your, maybe you need to know what your zip code is or where do you live? Now you can see with every question asked what the drop off rate is. So are you asking questions and there's a huge drop off, everyone's abandoning sort of this chat funnel, so to speak that's a big problem. And you'll only know, you could say, Chad doesn't work for me, right? How many times do we hear this? Like it's missing something too early because it's not performing for you at the outset. It's maybe because there's phrasing or there's sort of testing that needs to happen or questions that need to be reordered so that you sort of start off a little light and maybe you ask, you know, what their you know zip code is or what brings you here today. And, and then you get into sort of the more heavy, nitty gritty questions that could, you know, freak them out, let's say, if, they're, if it's too early well, in the process.
0: I, I saw one attorney uh, chat script uh, in, in, in action. And after you provided your name and uh, email address, the, first, the very first question was, can you afford an attorney? <laughs> I was how stunned. How
1: would they know? How would was, they know what it costs?
0: I was just <laughs> stunned by that. But obviously, mm-hmm. this was somebody who you know had gotten to the point where they they felt that they needed to pre-screen potential leads on that question first. I can only imagine ninety percent of, of of whoever engaged with that chat dropped off with that question alone.
1: I would. Agree. Expect the same results. And (laughs) and I would also say that to anyone who has sort of trolled their competition or, you know, checked out your other, um, you know, websites or whatever, sure. Don't my strong recommendation to you as someone who has. Oof! Now, 15, 16 years as a marketer, digital marketing specifically, is just because you see someone doing something doesn't mean that it's working. And just because you see someone doing something for a very long time doesn't mean that it's working because not everyone is necessarily as attentive to their analytics and and uh, marketing spend as you may be. So. Yeah. Don't make that assumption. Test it yourself. I was
0: glad it that you brought up the whole issue too, also about uh, word usage and, and phrasing. I often, you know, t- refer to it like it's what do we call that footlong sandwich? Do you call it a hoagie, a sub, or a grinder? Mm-hmm.
1: You, and, you, exactly. Is it soda know, or is it pop? You right. better,
0: You know, sort of
1: Exa- use the words of your demographic.
0: Exactly, and and people don't recognize how powerful that understanding is. I want to move uh, towards the end here and talk about you know in that concept of being an inbound sales team for a small and solo uh, practice. I want to take AI uh, Smith AI to the next step and and talk about your intake processing and an integration with appointment scheduling how how you how you go about you know helping the the potential client connect with the law firm through, whether it be an intake form or a a questionnaire, and eventually get them to book a call?
1: Yeah, uh, that's one of the core things that we do, and really, in many ways, um, a high-impact thing that we do. So, you know, there are a couple different ways that it can go. Um, We see that there are consultations that are um, booked with very little information or a lot of information uh, that we need to capture, and there are also consultations that are booked with, uh, uh, you know, payment or without. So, you know, if you are charging, um, you're using LawPay or headnote or or something to capture that payment, then we can capture the payment over the phone, even on chat. That's something that we can send you a link to a customized invoice with the correct payment amount and ask you for the transaction ID to continue with that booking process if that's part of the, the step. What I'll say is that there are sort of two approaches that we see people use. One is they use a separate intake and calendaring system each. So there are two systems involved. The other is that they're using something like a calendaring system that includes some questions in order to complete the booking. So for example, on Calendly, you have three questions that are included with every free plan. Let's say you have your single calendar, this is your your consultation calendar, and you have three questions. Our receptionist can ask those questions for you, um, and you can determine exactly what they are. If you have a separate intake system, maybe you're using, you know, Clio Grow or Lawmatics or Lead Docket, whatever it is, you can send us the form, which is hosted publicly online. And we will access that URL or we'll embed it in our system and then we will complete those fields on behalf of the caller, and then take the next step. And you may even have this information on your website, but people don't know how to fill it out. For example, I'm thinking of Justin Nickel, who's in Colorado. She has very clearly laid out on her website. There's a step one, and there's a step two, web visitors. This is what you do. You fill out this form first, and then you'll be invited to book a free 30-minute consultation or something with her. Now, that setting expectation step is very, very important so that they get through the form because they have a carrot at the end of it, right? And and then she uses, I think, acuity to schedule that appointment. You can, if you're thinking about taking payment for consultations, actually apply it to the first bill if you want to reduce the friction and sort of concern with your most qualified leads who may be... Perfectly qualified, but just a little bit put off by that consultation fee. Credit it to their first bill and you're confirming that they're a good fit, you know, um, if they feel sincere that they're, you know, going to hire you. Now, importantly, two things here. One, ask your answering or chat service or whoever you're using to uh, confirm that they have, you know, all of their agents signed an NDA, that they have signed a, you know, financial non disclosure, you know, additional agreement. That's what we require of our agents and receptionists. Very, very important also that you don't give logins to your system. So we have, you know, 200 people now who work for Smith AI and it's critical that we're not sharing your login, you know, with, you know, into your CRM, into your intake system. There's a ton of confidential information in there. We just want to be the pass through and we use technology, whether it's a URL or form that maps to the form fields in your system so you should never be giving people who are, you know, multiple staff in an outsourced company, access to your system. So really, I implore that you take a look at that if you're currently doing it. Um, and that's one of the vetting questions that you use when you look at services like ours.
0: Well, I think the other thing that makes using a, a, a service such as Smith AI really uh, feasible is the level of integration with other tools. You know, I think a lot of people are hesitant to bring on, you know, a service because they think somehow that's not going to play well with their CRM or their scheduling software or their billing software as you have, you know, articulated just now, that's not that's not true. Integration with these platforms, dozens of them. Uh, you know virtually if i if i look at the at the ones that you support i can't think of one that's not on the list so uh, you know virtually you don't have to roll your own in terms you know, like using a, a, you know another a third party agent to connect the pieces you have a direct integration with so many platforms including
1: including you know, Zapier right
0: including Zapier so, right there's
1: there's so there's Um, Over 30 direct native integrations, but then there's also, which by the way, includes Google Analytics and Tag Manager, so you can sort of track, um, you know, did an engagement with a chat widget happen and then later convert to a lead. But yes, case management, practice management, calendaring every, you know, VoIP or cloud phone system under the sun. And and every website, right, like the website chat widget can be installed on on any website and also through Zapier that expands greatly our ability to connect with your systems with even something as simple as a Google spreadsheet. You know, this is the no judgment zone like yeah. we're, we're going to you know put the data where you tell us to put it. Well, uh,
0: and there are plenty of attorneys who are managing multi million dollar <laughs> firms yes. on, on a spreadsheet and in right. integrating it with, with Zapier,
1: and also even with Trello or yep. um, other project management software, and even you know thinking about Slack and Microsoft Teams, how are you notified? You know about call or chat summaries, um, warm transfer requests. You know that can be integrated as well. So not only the you know client or contact data, but also the interaction itself and those yep. prompts for engagement.
0: Well, let, let's now wrap up with a couple of uh, pointed questions regarding how to implement this. I, you know, if, if I were sitting here and thinking, man, that sounds fantastic. I, I want it all. As I, I, yes, I you should. I, I want it from, <laughs> right. from soup to nuts. I want you know from answering the phones to all the way through to scheduling uh, appointments and interacting with my CRM. How do I learn how to do all that? How do how do I make that happen? Because it seems a bit daunting.
1: I'm so glad that you said that because the question that everyone asks or wants to ask. And the the answer is you don't need to come with scripts or prepared, just have a conversation with us. And in real words, like you're sitting across from someone at the breakfast table, just tell us what you want out of your, your lead system, out of your 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 call handling and how your system currently works. What, do you do you ask questions through a form? What tools are you using that are essential? You know, Do you have a calendaring solution? And we will fit into that. Tell us what your goal is. Your goal is to really screen heavily because you have way too many leads or your goal is you just hung your shingle and you want to book as many appointments as you can. Uh, what are your practice areas? What are you doing? And how can we best represent you and, and align with your goals? And we will Put that into play with your call handling, your chat directions, your, your sort of sequence steps that we take during a call or a chat. So it's not scripted, but we have a clear you know, a game plan, right? When any call comes through, whether it's even an existing client who's wondering what their case status is, or it's the court or judge calling, right? Um, we know that there are different levels of priority also, and and how and when and to whom to transfer to. So that's very important that you just share with us your goals and how your system currently works and, and what you do. And then we will build that into um, a sort of operations manual for for our receptionist to handle your calls properly. We'll ask you to fill out a form. If you are urgently needing our help and just want the very basics, you can do sort of an expedited form and we'll turn that around within a day for you. Um, If you have, you know, sort of a few days to spare and can share a bit more with us, then it takes a few days for our onboarding team to build that out for you. But you don't need to come prepared with the answers. We know what questions to ask you to get the answers that we need to do a good so job. So a
0: sufficient amount of hand-holding through the, through the onboarding process.
1: Yeah. And we have a 15-minute yep. call with you know, our, our sales team to just say, hey, let's, let's see at the, at the basic level how you're going to measure success here, what you need most, what's top of mind for you. And then it goes to the onboarding team to say, all right, let's implement mm-hmm. this.
0: So now I'm going to wrap up with, uh, I keep saying wrap up, but I keep having one more question. Um, <laughs> th- so this is the techie in me, and this might not appeal to, to most of our listeners, but, you know, there you go. How do you make this work behind the scenes? I don't, I don't want you to give away the store, but I don't get a dedicated receptionist.
1: Correct. Um, I
0: have a distributed team. It's a distributed team. Mm-hmm. You're not all in one spot. Right, they all work from home. Physical location. Mm-hmm. Um, security and privacy is an issue for me, so you must handle that in some fashion. Mm-hmm. And you know, how, do, how do you make it appear from a phone standpoint that clients are getting called from my office phone? Those are all the questions I have.
1: Great. You, you got about 12, um, yeah, so, 12,
0: 12 seconds to answer all those. Oh, no, sure.
1: No problem. No. So, first of all, you know, working from home, there is a very strict technical set of requirements that we have a very fast typing speed, very fast uh, bandwidth for your computer, for handling the software that we give to our receptionists and the hardware. You know, they need to have a fantastic a headset and mic and computer and, and everything. So um that's a, a baseline. You need to come with customer service and hospitality experience. We're not going to train you on how to be a nice, helpful person. You need to know how to do that already. And then we'll tell you how to apply it to our clients. So there is a program that is basically steering them to different points in the conversation, based on how they were identified as the caller or chatter, you know, are they a new client, existing client, etc.? And then, how do we handle in each of those scenarios? Is really walked through with an assistance of technology. Uh, there are always, you know, managers who are also at the ready to assist with any questions in real time. Uh, for calls and chats to continue, sort of uninhibited, unencumbered, uninterrupted, as much as possible, and using your phone system. With many phone systems, we can actually use the exact caller ID, so that when if we make an outbound call to a form lead, or we just answer the call, we you know look and feel just like we're in house for you. And simply being friendly and having a greeting that reflects uh, how your firm should sound. And obviously, there's testing, there's instructions that may change over time. Uh, We really just map to that. And it comes down to equipping the receptionist with technology that uh, gives them the right information at the right time. (laughs) And that's really as much as I can say. So I'm assuming I'm assuming
0: that I'm assuming that the receptionist or the, the call uh, agent is sitting there. Call comes in, it immediately recognizes the law, the mm-hmm. law firm to whom that call is being right. addressed, mm-hmm. and so when the agent answers it, they know how to respond mm-hmm. and. For particular clients of yours, you may have different levels of services being offered. Mm -hmm. The agent understands all of that and can tailor the conversation based on those parameters.
1: Right. And what do you offer? What are you allowed to do? Are you allowed to based on what the caller has said, uh, you know, schedule a consultation, or is that a no-no in that situation? Right? right. Um, so how do you how do you handle that? Do all existing clients get immediately patched through to the attorney? You know, it's totally up to the attorney. Everyone has a different way that they prefer to do it. Some ask us and we're happy to share best practices, but you may have your own way and it can change over time and we iterate with you. Now, the other thing that I'll say around security is that we have extremely uh, secure and we have quality assurance checks all the time with every rep, with every agent, uh, with managers who have small teams that they oversee to have that you know, very focused and attentive approach, even within our own company, that they have the support and training ongoing. Everyone is introduced to every new client and studies up on them. There are, you know, over a thousand clients now. So you can imagine, um, you know, being familiar also with uh, what the practice of law is and those fundamentals is essential since, you know, 60% plus of our clients are lawyers.
0: And how it's evolving. You know, yeah. Because certainly the practice has evolved in the last six months dramatically.
1: True. Yeah. Absolutely true. Well-
0: well, Manny, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on the program today. Uh, you know, we have circled around each other at various events and and uh, you know activities and conferences and, and and met personally before, but we've never had a chance to uh, chat extensively. So, I want to thank you for taking the time to do that with us today. Tell our audience what's the best way to reach out to you. And to Smith AI, if they want to follow up on anything you've had to share today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Neil. It was great being here and chatting with you. Um, I've really been looking forward to this. Uh, So, in order to get your free trial started, we do a 20 call, 20 chat free trial. Just visit smith.ai. That's not smith.ai.com, but just smith.ai. And you can chat with us there. You can call us. You can schedule that free 15 minute consultation with our team to discuss your needs and how we can align with your goals. You can also reach me directly if you have questions at Maddie, M A D D Y, at smith.ai. I'd be happy to chat with you further. And uh, we do also have for your listeners $100 off their first month. So that's in addition to the free trial. And that is the code Law Entrepreneur, Law Entrepreneur. So you'll get $100 off your first month in addition to that 20 call, 20 chat free trial.
0: And just to be clear, that's that's the client who gets the $100 off and there's nothing coming back to me. So it's just, I want to be upfront about that. I, I love that you share that with our audience and that you make that available to them and you're very gracious in doing so.
1: It's my pleasure. And I look forward to uh, serving many of the listeners here today. We would love to help you.
0: That's awesome. Well, Manny, until we meet again, thanks again for being a guest today on The Law Entrepreneur. Thanks
1: for
0: having me. Well, there you have it, Law Entrepreneurs. Thanks for being with us today and with this episode of The Law Entrepreneur. I want to thank our sponsors, as usual Ruby Receptionists and Spotlight Branding. Make sure you swing on by our website at thelawentrepreneur.com or visit our Facebook page or Twitter account. You can find us anywhere by just searching on The Law Entrepreneur. Also, if you'd be kind enough, I'd love it if you could go to your podcast application and leave us a uh, rating and a review. It helps with our visibility and and it helps ensure that uh, we're there to be found when people come looking for podcasts in the legal space. So once again, thanks for being a part of today's episode of The Law Entrepreneur.